The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there. Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Hope you're all keeping well, wherever you may be. <coughs> myself, I'm not keeping that great, to be honest. I'm actually in the middle of catching myself a bit of a dose of the man, Lurgy. Uh, send an ambulance. But that's the joys of having Wayne's in the house. They just seem to bring everything home to you. And then, here you go, Dad. Here's a lovely bit of man lurgy for you. Lovely. Anyway, so bear with me as I sniffle and cough and sneeze my way through this week's podcast. So bear with me. Apologies. <laughs> but, yeah, what a crazy week it's been in the piping world. You would have thought that, again, this is only February and you think things are quiet. Uh, no, things are the opposite of quiet. It's just been insane this past week. So we've got a lot of piping news coming your way. Uh, plus we've got a bit of listener mail and of course our amazing topic of the week. Now before we get kicked off, we have to give a shout out to our amazing patrons. Those people who have clicked that support button on our Patreon page. You guys are awesome. So shout out has to go to Twisted Thistle, LoneStarPiper.com and Brandon Moreno. You guys are awesome. Yes, you are. Thank you. So, if you are so inclined and you do wish to support the show, uh, you can. You can click that support button on our Patreon page. The links are all in the show notes there. Uh, yeah, you can go and, yeah, there's different little perks and stuff and little extra things, you know, wee videos and little clips and stuff. So, that's all available if you want to hit that button. So, there you go. But if not, don't worry. We're still going to be producing our amazing podcast as always, same as usual. So, without further ado, let's get into things. Let's get into listener mail. Now, we've got one little piece of listener mail <clears throat> this week, and that this comes from Chris Shepard. What about you, Chris? He says, hey, Rob, uh, I did hear you a couple of weeks ago when you asked for the results of the Scotia Glenville Pipe Band and your annual indoor competition. Yes, I did. So he says he's attached the results of the top three players in each category, from Grade 5 Chanter to the new Grade 5 Piping. I believe you spoke about this change a few podcasts ago in the EUS PBA Association. I think it did, actually. Yeah. So that's all the way up to the professional grade. So thank you, Chris, for attaching those results. And yeah, hopefully with a bit of luck, I'll get them posted up on our social media, on our on our Facebook page. So thanks for sending them. Um, so apparently Chris had even squeaked in a competition of grade four senior uh, Peabrook Ground as well, in between being a chief steward. Oh, you're a chief steward on the day, Chris. Ah, there you go. So he was chief steward on the day, on the on the event. He says, oh, and I'm still waiting the podcast on stewards. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Nah, don't worry, Chris, it's coming. <laughs> I know you suggested it in the past. I know I haven't forgotten. Yeah, that is in the works. So that's it for this uh, email. So it's still planning on submitting a letter uh, on my learning journey. Warning, it may be a long learning journey. Hey, 
don't worry about that. You know, our podcasts are over an hour long, so don't worry. So he says, regards, Chris Shepard, Piper with the City of Albany Pipe Band. So thank you, Chris, for your email. And also, I have to give a, a little shout-out to Martin, who has emailed in and said, Hey, Rob, thanks a million for your podcast downloaded for the first time last week. Martin, where have you been? <laughs> so downloaded for the first time last week. He says, can't believe I've missed all these episodes. We'll be checking out your back catalogue. Keep the good work coming, Rab, on the team. Thanks very much, Martin. So there you go. Awesome sauce. Introducing new listeners each and every week. So if you want to get in contact with the show, please do. Email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Dot com. Plus, there's a link on our Facebook page and all, and you can just click on that and, yeah, it says send an email and you just click it and it's very simple. You can send us a message. Plus, you can tweet us as well, at Big Rab Show on Twitter. All that good stuff. You know, there's loads of different ways to get in contact with us. So, let's fly on into the piping news. <clears throat> right. Kicking things off. That's This past weekend has been crazy and it's been full of the news of the Field Marshal Montgomery. Yeah, mighty Field Marshal Montgomery, as I talked about on last week's podcast, were lifting a pretty prestigious award here in Northern Ireland. They were lifting what was kind of classed as the Oscars of the Irish music scene. They lifted the Gradham Keol TG Cahar Award here in the Waterfront Hall in Belfast. The whole thing was broadcast live and the venue itself <clears throat> actually was sold out, I think, by all accounts. There wasn't a seat in the place. And, yeah, what an amazing performance. I actually stayed up, watched it all happening live, and had loads of amazing fiddle players, harp players, flute players. Just amazing talent. And then, about halfway through the night, boom, on came the field marshal. Now, to say that they blew people's socks off would be an understatement. So musical, the performance itself was just incredible. Wow. Yeah, I have posted up as many video clips and stuff of that performance as I could find, all on our Facebook page. If you haven't seen it yet, it's all up there. Just look for TG4, or even at that, look for ourselves on the Rab Show Facebook page. We have it posted up there, and yeah, the Field Marshal did not disappoint, and... Yeah, wow, absolutely incredible. So congratulations to the Field Marshal, first of all, for lifting this award. Definitely quite prestigious. And yeah, as Richard Parks had said in his acceptance speech, that it is kind of cool that pipes and drums are being recognised as being a tradition. So, you know, part of the traditional music scene in Ireland. So, hey, there we go. It is, yeah, fantastic. Also, I have to give a shout out uh, to the Field Marshal Montgomery's social media team. Because... Over the course of this weekend, we have had more tweets, more uh, social updates on Facebook and stuff than we've had this past maybe two or three seasons, all in the space of one weekend. They were tweeting like crazy. Photographs, videos, little tiny clips of practices and you know dress rehearsals and stuff. It was brilliant. It was really incredible to watch all of this. It was like if you were backstage there with them. So, hey, I have to take my hat off. Thank you, Field Marshal, uh, for embracing social media over the course of the weekend. It was incredible. So, yeah, if you aren't following Field Marshal on social media, be it on Twitter or Facebook or that, you're missing a treat because... Clearly, they've upped the social media game. You know, they were really embracing the social media thing. So, yeah, go and give them a follow on Twitter or Facebook and that. And, yeah, kudos to the social media team. Congratulations. Now, I have to say, their performance on the night, as I've said, blew people's socks off. 
But they, they also drew a standing ovation. The, whole, the audience were on their feet. And yeah, just full of congr- congratulatory applause. It was just incredible to see. So, yeah, who knows? We may have opened the doors for more piping and drumming in these massive traditional Irish music awards. So, who knows? Could be the sign of the times. You know, we could see more pipe bands possibly lifting more prizes in this. But, pff, I don't know. But, suffice to say, I think it's been announced that the Great MKR Awards will be held in Belfast now until 2021, I think. So I'll have to confirm that, but as far as I'm aware, that's what the announcement was. So, hey, promising times ahead for piping and drumming here. Anyway, time to fly on. More concert news. Yeah, I'm plugging more concerts. 17th of February, just next weekend, there's a big charity event being held here in Cookstown in Northern Ireland. Held in the Royal Hotel. It's going to be raising money for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Hospital in Belfast. It's entitled Kids with Cancer. So this is going to be one amazing event, to be honest. Tickets are £10 and can be got through Gary Smith. You can contact Gary Smith through social media via Facebook or Twitter, all that sort of stuff. You can get a hold of him and he'll hook you up. Tickets are a tenner. Now, what do you get for your money? Well, £10 instantly goes to charity. It's not going in anybody's back pocket. It's just going straight into the charity. So, also, <laughs> £10, doors open at 6pm, opens really early. And for your money, you get drummers, including Stephen McWhorter, Michael McKenna, Garth McLees, Wally Glenholmes, Chris McNichol, Stephen Crichton, Daniel Lynn, John Scullion and John Lappin. Whew, right, have you caught your breath? <laughs> wow, that's a treat for drummers and a half, but you're not done. Pipers also include Ryan Couples-Mendez, Ian Burrows, Ashley McMichael and Glenn Ross. So, not too shabby at all there in the piping front either. We're not done. Tenor drummers also include Jordan Bailey and Callum Smith. Yeah, so we have all bases covered with all these amazing soloists, but we're not done. Through the night we have music by Berna, who are like an amazing traditional Ulster Scots band who will be giving you music and dancing into the small hours. Also, you'll have a Tully Lagan drum corps putting on a performance, our current world champions. Plus, St Lawrence Atul drum corps will be there. That's worth the price of admission right there. But, possibly the biggest draw on the night would be Field Marshal Montgomery are having a mini band performance. Now that is going to be worth your tenor right there. So... For £10, and it's all going to charity, and you get such a a crazy night of piping and drumming. It's going to be a massive event, and yeah, cannot wait. I'll be there, microphone in hand, no doubts. I'll be bringing you guys on the podcast with me, and hopefully get chatting to all of these people behind the scenes. Um, Yeah, talking about how their bands are going, and then, you know, all the gossip. So, yeah, with a bit of luck, I'll get chatting to everyone at this concert next week. So, if you have any questions, by the way, for any of these people, if you want to ask Stephen McWhorter, you know, what his favourite cheese is, or, you know, if you want to ask Stephen Crichton, you know, what's his favourite tune, or anything, let me know. Email me in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get your messages in. Also, on the night, we'll be live streaming it on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Yeah, so in case we haven't announced this yet, but we've been working on it for a while, yeah, we plan to live stream a good portion of the night. Um, Hopefully we'll be catching most of the performances, but the whole sway behind the live stream is so we can have an interactive auction. 
Now, on the nights, obviously a lot of sponsors have donated prizes, such as Adante, who's donated a drum, we have Stilo, who's you know, donated a set of bass drum sticks, and things like that. A lot of pipe band swag, you know, bands have donated t-shirts and, uh, you know, hoodies and CDs and different things. So, if you are interested in picking yourself up some pipe band swag, tune into our live stream. <clears throat> because as we are broadcasting live on Facebook, we will also be accepting bids. So, if you do want to bid on that snare drum or a pair of sticks or a drum pad or whatever, you can bid online via our Facebook live stream. So be sure to tune into our Facebook page on the 17th of Feb as we, yeah, we live stream the auction as it happens. So there you go. You could be in with a chance to pick yourself up a prize. So that's all happening next week. It's going to be a crazy week next week. So... <laughs> Just be sure to follow us on Facebook and you'll be kept up to date with everything that's going to be happening next week. Moving on in the piping news. Tully Whisker Pipe Band here in Northern Ireland are offering free drum majoring lessons. Yes, these are going to be held in Killen Community Hall Mondays 6pm to 8pm and your tutor will be Victoria Catterson. So if you can contact Victoria via her Facebook page for more information. Lessons are going to be provided for free, no experience is necessary and yeah, just turn up on the nights and be prepared to, yeah, to learn. There you go, I think is the tagline. So there you go, well done Victoria, who's going to be uh, carrying out those lessons. Yeah, well done to the guys at Tully Whisker. Awesome sauce. Moving on, Police Scotland Fife. I've mentioned this concert maybe once or twice, but yeah, they're going to be in concert, in case you've forgotten, on April the 14th. Tickets are still currently available, however they're moving fast. This is going to be held in the Beach Ballroom in Aberdeen, and of course it's going to be hosted by Bucksburn and District Pipe Band. So if you haven't got tickets yet, you're asked now to go and grab your tickets either from the theatre box office, and they're 17 quid each, or contact Bucksburn and District Pipe Band direct, and they'll hook you up and get you sorted with tickets. So... The concert is entitled A Decade on the Beat and special guests have just been confirmed there recently. It's dancers from Flings and Things who famously dance with bands such as Skippinish and the Red Hot Chili Pipers amongst others. So these dancers definitely know their things. Uh, they know what they're doing. So if you do fancy going to see them plus the amazing Police Scotland Five, yeah, get your tickets now before they're gone because as I've said, they are moving quick. So if you do want to go and check them out, Go and grab your tickets now. Now, in light of concerts, more concert news. Saturday, the 10th of February, the Chilies are coming to Belfast. And this, this weekend, SSE Arena in Belfast, and I will be there, microphone in hand. I don't know if there's any current plans at the minute to do any live streaming or that. Don't know if we have the permissions or anything. But certainly, I'll be there to grab an interview with the guys. So, I asked you on last week's podcast... If you want me to ask the guys any particular question, now's your chance. I will be asking these guys questions from the podcast listeners. So, if you've ever wanted to know what Grant Cassidy does to, you know, to warm up for a show, or do you want to know anything about how they particularly mic up their pipes, or is there anything specific about their setup that makes them sound the way they sound, or even anything on tune selection, or even anything at all that you think that you could ask the Red Hot Chili Pipers, what would you like to ask them? Please get in contact with us. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get your emails into us, and any questions submitted for the Red Hot Chili Pipers, please title your email, 
chilies. Very simple. Title your email chilies and your question will be asked of the guys and you can hear the interview on the podcast next week with a bit of luck. There you go. So, if you are living in Northern Ireland and you do fancy going to see the Chilies this weekend, tickets are still currently available, which I'm kind of surprised at, to be honest. But, yeah, go to the SSE Arena box office now and grab them before they're gone, because apparently there's only a small handful left. So, there you go. You've been told. Don't be emailing me or messaging me on Saturday morning saying, Hey, can you give me a few couple of tickets, Rob? Because the answer will be no. So, yeah, you've been told. Right, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are also going to be in concert. This is going to be on the 17th of February. It's going to be called Inspire. I've talked about this before. And, yeah, if you've heard the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland and their launch Thunderstruck, you're going to know you're in for a treat. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland have been uploading videos of their rehearsals recently. And... Ooh, it's incredible. So, yeah, expect to see... A pretty amazing show. So, Inspire, 17th of February. It's going to be in the Corn Exchange in Edinburgh. And tickets are available currently from the Corn Exchange box office. As I've said, if you are interested, go and check out their social media. The National Newspaper Band of Scotland have uploaded loads of different clips and stuff from rehearsals and whatnot. Definitely worth checking out. These kids, as I've said before, will melt your face. <laughs> They're just so incredibly talented. Yeah, take my hat off to them. <coughs> so, yeah. Go and check it out. That's a great concert to get to if you're anywhere in the Edinburgh area or even anywhere close to it at all. I'd definitely be going to that. Right. I have to give a shout out to a new addition to the podcasting world. Yes. A shout out goes to the guys of Chanter Rant. Yay! Chanter Rant. What about you? Yeah. I have to give a shout to Josh and Andy of the Las Vegas Pipe Band who have finally launched a new piping podcast entitled Chanter Rant. Although they call it Channer, Channer Rant. There's a T in Chanter, lads. Chanter Rant. <laughs> Channer Rant. Um, the guys from the Las Vegas Pipe Band, Josh and Andy, sit, they drink whiskey and talk pipe bands, and it's just the best crack. If anything, they bring their own unique viewpoint in the pipe band world. Uh, now, I have to precursor this. There is a lot of strong language involved. Uh, yeah, so and a take-no-prisoner attitude. So if it's not for the faint-hearted, episode one was uploaded there just last week. It was available on SoundCloud. It's now available on Stitcher and iTunes. So for you podcast fans, if you're listening to this, head on over and search for Chanter Rant. This is a podcast, as I've said, not for the faint-hearted, but for those of you who want a good laugh and are not easily offended, definitely go along and check it out. Tell the guys I said hi. And I believe <coughs> they set a bit of a challenge for yours truly for me to appear on their podcast and to start effing and jeffing basically and i don't normally swear in everyday life anyway i'm not much of a cursor but i don't know i may take up the challenge and and join them in a couple of wee drams and might join them on their podcast but hey that'll that'll come but yes definitely go and check out chanderant their first episode was yeah pretty hilarious definitely a good laugh and yeah go and check them out say hi to josh and andy for me from the las vegas pipe band and check out chanter rant podcast that's a shameless plug for them there you go go and check them out so rg hardy yes you know these guys pretty well of course sponsors of the field marshal rg hardy are hiring excuse me they are hiring at the minute they're looking for a bagpiper 
a bagpipe maker. Sorry, just about reading my scripts. They're looking for a bagpipe maker. So apparently they're looking for enthusiastic pipers and drummers to join the team in the heart of Glasgow. The bagpipe maker position will initially involve assisting the bagpipe makers assembling bagpipes and dispatch. No experience is required. However, the individual must have an interest in the pipe band market and a strong work ethic. Full training will be provided. Only applications from the Glasgow area and those wishing to pursue a career in bagpipe making will be considered. So please email your CV to info at rghardy.com and include two references. So... Unfortunately, this is open just to people in the Glasgow area, but I am aware a lot of people listening to the podcast are from the Glasgow area and might be interested in this. This actually sounds pretty awesome. All you'll be doing to begin with is you'll be assisting the guys making the pipes, but you'll be assembling them and getting them out the door. And then I'm sure after that, who knows, you may graduate onto actually making a set yourself. So who knows, but it could be a very promising career for someone who has a very keen interest in making pipes. So there you go, RG Hardy are hiring. Email your CV to info at rghardy.com and include the two references. Right, now let's get on to a story that I just mentioned on last week's podcast. I mentioned it at the end of the piping news, but this time I want to sandwich it in the middle because it's a pretty big story. BBC Radio Ulster here in Northern Ireland, as you heard, have kind of cut the piping and drumming show. It used to be 24 episodes in 2016. They cut that to 12 shows in 2017. And now, for 2018, they've announced that they've cut it back to six. Six episodes in the year. Now those six episodes are only half an hour each. So you guys listen to one podcast. That's the equivalent of two Pipes and Drums episodes. So yeah, not great. So yeah, the saga continues. Barbara Phillips on Facebook, of course, the proprietor of We Love Pipe Bands and Loud Pipes Visual Media has created an online petition for people to sign and show their support for the Pipes Drums show. Now, me, myself, I have been throwing my weight behind this as well because I honestly hope that BBC will change their mind. So, recently, as I've said, the show host Mark Wilson announced this and, yeah, to everyone's dismay. So, from our own opinion, we think it's absolute madness and really wish the BBC would change their mind. So, we want all of our listeners on the Big Rab Show to kind of show them that the pipe band world is a big world and please head over and sign this petition now and lend your support. The petition can be found on We Love Pipe Bands, their page on Facebook, plus you can get it on the Rab Show page as well. We've shared it out, I don't know, loads of times, asking people to share it. I think it's on change.org and just search for Pipes Pipes and Drums Show. So go along, sign your name and please... Yeah, help support BBC Radio Ulster, hopefully bringing back more piping and drumming content. Who knows? There we go. Right, flying on. Do you fancy being a part of the Big Rab Show team? Yeah, because we still need help with our live streaming. We've put it out there for a couple of weeks now, and we've had a few nibbles, but nothing really confirmed. We are looking for someone who can help us with our live streaming, especially in Scotland. Definitely when it comes to, uh, you know, our major championships, yeah, we need to hear from you. Because at the minute, it's not looking we'll be like we'll be able to live stream anything that comes through Scotland. So pff, that's not good when you consider the amount of major championships that are coming through there. So 
Uh, yeah, if you are living in Scotland, or even if you're going to all of the majors this incoming season, please get in contact with us. We really need your help. And yes, if you can point a camera at us and <laughs> film it for us, we would be very, very grateful because you'll be bringing piping and drumming internationally to people around the world who can't be there. So if you can help and you do fancy being a part of kind of a, a dynamic team <laughs> on the Big Rab Show, please do get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you. Okay, let's fly on. Good news. It's been confirmed that no fewer than nine Grade 1 bands from outside the UK and Ireland are planning to compete in this year's Worlds. Yes, August 17th and 18th in Glasgow Green. It's been confirmed. Nine Grade 1 bands from outside the UK are going. So apparently this is an increase on the previous six that participated last year. So what bands does it include? Of course we're talking the 78th Fraser Highlanders. Apparently this is going to be their 36th consecutive trip without missing. That's quite an achievement in itself. So well done 78th Fraser Highlanders. Also the 78th Highlanders Halifax Citadel are going to be coming as well. Bagad Cap Caval are coming back. Canterbury Caledonian is also making an appearance. I think this is after a, a bit of a hiatus. I think they took last year out or maybe not. I think they didn't appear at last year's Worlds but here they are. They're back again for 2018. Duco Triumph Street of course will be there. LA Scots after missing a year. I think LA Scots weren't there last year. So LA Hey, Scots, back in fighting form. They're going to be hitting the grass in Glasgow Green. Uh, Manawatu, Scottish, of course from New Zealand, are going to be back again after missing last year to regroup financially. The New Zealand police are also planning on coming back to this year's Worlds, but also they're planning on hitting Port Rush ahead of the World Championships. So that in itself is going to be awesome. So New Zealand police are going to be hitting a competition in Northern Ireland as well as heading over there to Glasgow. So, yeah... Promising times for the New Zealand police. And, of course, the mighty Simon Fraser University. Of course, they would be there. (laughs) So, not attending this year. Now, this is a bit of a shocking list, some of this. And actually raised a bit of a a few questions for me. So, perhaps you guys can email me in the answers. Uh, Not attending this year will be Auckland and District. Yeah, which was a bit of a shock, really. But apparently, they're hoping to return in 2019. Invercargill Highland band from New Zealand hasn't been at the world since the 1970s but are still listed as a competing band so Invercargill not making an appearance again Ottawa Police which are currently on hiatus we talked about that in previous podcasts about the situation up there in Ottawa Police so yeah currently on hiatus not sure when we'll see them again so Toronto Police aren't coming yeah, Toronto Police, I'm not sure what the situation with what is happening at Toronto Police at the minute. I do know that they're involved in various concerts and stuff. So, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening with Toronto Police, but they're not travelling to the world this year. Also, this raised a big question for me. The Western Australian Police, Paul, are not permitted to travel outside Australia to compete, apparently, so they won't be coming to the world's Western Australian Police pipe band. Now, that's... That's odd to me. I don't know why they're not permitted to travel outside Australia to compete. I don't know if it's a restriction put on them by the association or is it the police force themselves? Hmm, I don't know. Interesting. But I would like to know your opinion or even if any of you guys listening actually play for the band because I do know a lot of the WAPOL guys listen to the show. If you can't enlighten me, tell me why you can't travel outside Australia to compete. Let me know. That's interesting. But... No doubt we'll not be seeing WAPOL at this year's Worlds. So, 
With two new UK-based bands hitting Grade 1 this year, we have Glasgow Sky and Loman and Clyde, of course, up in the big guns. So, plus the 14 that competed last year, and assuming that all of them will enter, we can look forward to at least a 25 entry. Yeah, 25 bands in the entry for this year's Worlds, which apparently is a 25% increase over last year's. So it's going to be a bigger Worlds this year. (sighs) Isn't that awesome? 25 Grade 1 bands juking it out for that top spot. Man, I cannot wait. So, this means though for non-UK bands, they're going to be shelling out between $60,000 and $125,000 for travel and accommodation just to get and stay there. And that's all with zero funding from the organisers of the event. That raised a big question in itself. That's a whole lot of commitment for any band member of any of those overseas bands having to shell out a serious amount of money just to be there. So if 36% of Grade 1 bands competing won't be from the Great Britain or Ireland in the Grade 1 competition, will we also see the RSPBA bring in a judging panel that reflects the world? At the Worlds. Interesting. Yeah, there's been a debate about this for a while now, about international judging panels. Hmm, I don't know. Is it necessary, though? People have argued this point before, that we do need to have a truly international judging panel from judges all around the world. But then again, <clears throat> you know, people argue, but do we really need to? You know, some of the best judges that we have here are you know, possibly based in the UK or possibly even based in Australia or North America or, do you know what I mean? Does it really matter where you come from as long as you're applying your judging skills appropriately? I don't know. That's an argument possibly for another podcast, but hey, it is. But anyway, this year, 25 Grade 1 competition bands. Yeah, this is going to be pretty incredible. So nine overseas bands. Of course, that's going to be including St. Lawrence Atul is going to be in there as well. So That's going to be the biggest entry we've had for overseas bands in many, many years. So, awesome sauce. I cannot wait for this year's Worlds. And no doubt we'll be talking all about it. I know, it's only February and we're talking about the Worlds already. (sighs) Serious. (laughs) But yeah, this year's Worlds is already shaping up to be a clinker. I really can't wait. And I'm sure you can be the same. Yeah, we're already warming up for the Worlds. Okay, that's me for the piping news for this week. We've rattled on for long enough. Time for me to go and get myself a big mug of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314020 LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas Proud to be firefighter owned and operated With 10 years in the industry They are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalised service Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers As well as custom kilts and highland wear Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out.
TwistedThistle.com Owned and operated by world champion and gold medal winner bass drummer Mike Cole. Twisted Thistle bass drum mallets are one of the top performing bass stick brands in the world. Used by our current world champions in Vararian District Pipe Band. So check out TwistedThistle.com where you can find information on available models to buy, tuning videos, Skype drumming lessons, pipe band drum scores, pipe band drumming workshops, drum tech support, blah, just so much stuff. Check them out, TwistedThistle.com. Yes, time for Topic of the Week. And as you've guessed already by the title of this week's podcast, and I'm sure you're wondering, what the heck does it mean? Yes, the topic this week on the podcast is how much is too much? Now, this can relate to a lot of different things, and I wanted to talk about it because it covers a wide variety. And what, what, what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about practice. How much practice is enough? And is there such thing as too much? Now, this raised a bit of a topic there recently. I was chatting to a friend of mine, actually, who said to me, Right, Rab, yeah, see, when it comes to practice, you've said before that maybe practice for about an hour or so every day. And I, yeah, I've been told that an hour a day, you know, keeps the bad habits away. But he argued the opposite. He said, literally, all you have to do, lift your chanter out of the box, play a couple of scales, Play a few GDAs, a few, you know, whatever. Maybe play a little half a part or something. And then put it away. And I said, what? Are you crazy? Like, you're only practicing for literally five minutes, ten minutes. And that's it. And now this guy I was talking to, I'm not going to give names. But he's pretty much a world-class piper and should know what he's talking about. He says, yeah, literally, I just get the chanter out of the box to blow away the cobwebs. And it's five minutes. Five minutes thought. For that little split second, the cobwebs are blew away, and that's me dumb. He says, right, okay. <laughs> he says, whenever he goes to band practice, whenever he's in that zone and he's playing, you know, his instrument for maybe two hours, three hours at a push, he says, that's when the work gets done. That's when you're learning stuff and you're working on your technique and everything. He says, but whenever I'm at home, five minutes. Now, there is the opposite end of the scale. As much as I was chatting to this guy and he was saying that he literally practices for five minutes every day, there is the opposite end. I do know some people, especially coming up to solo season, that I know people who book weeks off work when a solo comp- when a solo competition's coming up. You know, say it's on a Saturday three weeks from now. I know guys who book two weeks off work just for practice. And they treat it like a job. 9 a.m., Straight on the sticks and pad or straight on that chanter. And then you're practicing for an hour solid. Get your hands moving. Then you get the drum out. Or you have the pipes out at that case. And you're tuning and you're playing away until lunchtime. You don't stop. You work, work, work. You're playing through rudiments, bare bone basics. You know, just scales, everything. And then working your way up to very slow marches and tunes. You know, gradually. Then take a lunch break, half an hour. You know, as you would do in a regular day job, stand by the water cooler, shoot the breeze, and then you're right back into practice again. Now, this is every day. On average, these solo players potentially could rack in over nine to possibly ten hours worth of practice on any given day ahead of a solo event. Now, for me, listening to that, that is borderline obsessive. And this is what I'm getting at. How much is too much? 
because you run the risk of practicing incorrectly. Now, we've talked about this, about good practice. What makes good practice? And, yeah, without someone standing over you to say that you're playing a certain thing incorrectly, how are you to know? You are your own judge. Do you judge by your own ear and perhaps, yeah, you're playing that movement wrong, you're playing it too fast, you're not holding that note long enough. You know what I mean? So if you essentially practice the, 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 the tune or whatever it is that you're performing, if you're practicing that eight hours a day, but you're practicing it wrong. You know, are you just really essentially hurting yourself and embedding more bad habits? That's what my friend was saying. He says, whenever you just whistle it out, five minutes practice, you're not doing anybody any harm. You're blowing away the cobwebs and you're not developing anything that's incorrect. You know, you're just whistle through a scale or two, you know, play a few mummy daddies or a paddle or whatever, just move the hands and then put them away. But these guys who are in the top of the game, who are working like crazy people, you know, where's the balance? You know, I do understand that to be on top of the game, you need to practice. I don't care who you are. (laughs) Talent takes you so far. Hard work takes you the rest of the way, in my opinion. I do know some incredibly talented people who don't practice. And you do think to yourself, you know, if that guy practiced for maybe 15 minutes a week... It'd be so much better. <laughs> but yeah, how much is too much? And that's when it comes to practice. How much practice is too much? Because if you're doing it wrong, you know, you're just hurting yourself. Also, when it comes to how much is too much, yeah, this comes down to us piping fans. Now, I understand listening to piping and drumming is not for everyone. But we are the show for the piping folks, so that's what we're all about. We love piping and drumming, and that's what we are about. But I have to be the first to admit, and hold my hands up, and just freely admit this on the podcast, but after maybe three or four hours, yeah, I think maybe four hours of listening to solid bagpiping, you know, piping, drumming, peabrook, whatever it is, after four hours, my ears... Are getting tired. I'm kind of now wanting a change. So be that even just to switch it off for 10 minutes. And walk away. And just you know clear the head for a bit. And come back. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm talking about. How much is too much. Because I do know some people that obsessively listen to piping and drumming. It's just any everything and anything that's on their car stereo. It's what's in their house. It's what's on their headphones. You know, it's just their be-all and end-all. And as much as that is awesome and you love what we do, and to be fair, I probably do that. I listen to a stupid amount of piping and drumming. Um, But I also like to broaden my horizons. I love to look towards the Celtic music scene. The stuff that those bands are doing is so creative and just a breath of fresh air, in my opinion. Now, my friend, as I was chatting to you earlier about the guy who practices for five minutes a day, he also is a massive metalhead. <laughs> now, I've admitted this before in a previous interview I'd done with the guys at the Las Vegas Pipe Band. I love listening to all different types of music, as well as piping and drumming. I love blues music. I really love the blues. And yeah, I'm a metalhead. I do love listening to heavy metal. Some of that stuff can be brilliant. You know, great stress reliever, if nothing else. Classical music too. You know, broaden your musical horizons. But I am aware there are people in the piping world 
that claim that if you don't listen to piping and drumming all the time, you're not a true fan. Which doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. You know, if you were to put the radio on in the morning and, you know, a song comes on and, I don't know, say it's Huey Lewis in the news or something, something like that that would play in the morning. And, no, they would actively run across the room, switch it off and throw some Simon Fraser on. You know, it's, okay, you know, that's like six in the morning. Maybe it's not time for the blue cloud or, you know, or the streaker. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's Maybe it's just me and I'm alone in this. But I do think sometimes there can be too much in your ears and you do kind of get overwhelmed with it all. If anything, I tick my hats off to the people who are judging at big competitions such as the World Championships or even there the Glenfiddich Championships themselves too. That's a long time to sit and listen through performance after performance after performance and not much break in between. That takes a level of concentration plus a level of tolerance. Now, I know I'm kind of slagging off piping and drumming here and I'm telling people, yeah, don't be listening to this band right now and let's go and listen to something else and clear our head. But I honestly believe that us as piping fans should start to open our musical horizons. I do know that a lot of very successful musicians in the piping world have broadened their musical horizons. And look at the results. Look at Fred Morrison, for instance. Fred Morrison is an incredible bagpiper. You all know who Fred Morrison is. If you don't know who he is, Google him and you'll find out. Yeah, (laughs) This guy is an incredible piper of note. But, as you can hear, in his playing, he doesn't just listen to piping all the time. He is heavily influenced by bluegrass, country music, rock and roll even. If you listen to his music, it all has influenced his playing throughout the years. And look how successful Fred has been with his brand and his take on piping. It's just incredible to bring all those influences across into the piping world. Now, when it comes to metal bands, of course I have to talk about one of my favourite ones, Korn. Korn are possibly... Yeah, my favourite metal band because, well, obviously, their lead singer, John Davis, plays the pipes. And to be fair, he's not bad piper. But again, that is something, you know, you could actively take a corn metal tune and play it in a pipe band if you wanted. You can go and take one of their big heavy rock songs and play it in a pipe band. You know, why not? <laughs> I haven't heard anybody doing it yet, but hey, it's early doors. You know what I mean? It's 2018. It might happen. So what I'm saying, how much is too much? People who practice obsessively like that for maybe eight, nine hours a day, as much as I admire you, I also want to err on the side of caution. And yeah, just kind of say, you know, relax a bit. <laughs> you know, eight hours a day... Whereas your hands might be amazing by the end of it. You could be playing like, you know, Stephen McWhirter. You could be playing like Terry Tully and the best in the game. You know what I mean? But at what cost? You know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. How much is too much? It's a big topic. And if anything, I certainly haven't got all the answers. But I can tell you my own experience. I do like to get a little break, even if it's only for five, ten minutes just to walk away and get some headspace. Because concentrating on our amazing art form for such a long time, 
sometimes does take it out of you. Especially recently now, I've been putting playlists together for the radio show. And sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees. You have so much amazing music that you just want to play it all. And then you can't decide. You're listening to tune after tune after band after band. And they're all just amazing. And you can't separate it in your mind then. You need to step back and say, right, I'm going to go and watch Friends. Or I'm going to watch a bit of Netflix here. Or, I don't know, I'm just going to, I don't know, watch a bit of brain bubblegum for half an hour. Get a bit of headspace and then come back and look at it again. And I've experienced that this week. And this conversation I had with my friend then about his five minutes practice and about how he listens to metal music and stuff and very rarely listens to piping and drumming in the car, for instance, it just gave me a bit of perspective. You know, the us pipers and drummers, as much as we love what we do, and I'm definitely not taken away from that, you know, our music is incredible, and I do love it, and I'm sure all you guys do too, but there does come a point where you think to yourself, yeah, I need a little bit of a head headspace here, uh, yeah, let's listen to Johnny Cash for a little while, or, you know, let's put on some Elvis or whatever, just something to to break it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps I'm just talking to myself and the Rob, you're full of... Yeah. So, I don't know. How much is too much? Again, it comes down to good practice. Now, if you're putting in good practice and not making any mistakes or not developing any bad habits, then have at it. Go for it. You know, practice as long as you see fit. But also, if you're thrashing your brains out, trying to get a particular part and you just can't get it, you know, no matter how long you keep trying to wail away and try and get this particular part, it's just not clicking. Put the chanter down and walk away. Put the sticks down, walk away. Give yourself headspace. I've seen guys that nearly go into meltdown trying to get a particular part and can't get it. <laughs> and the thing is, is they keep bashing their brains in trying to get it. You know, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it. Dang it, I'll get it, I'll get it. And they never do. And it just frustrates them. They become angry. Sticks get thrown across the room. Swearing and effing and blinding and things breaking. And then that's it. I'm not playing again. So yeah, don't let that happen. <laughs> there is such a thing. In my opinion is too much. Maybe you guys disagree with me. But I would like to know your story. Do you think there is something, you know, such a thing as too much? You know, what do you do to get headspace? At this time of year... It's incredibly difficult to keep motivated. I am very aware of that. A lot of people are working insanely hard at the minute and in their band halls, maybe two, three nights a week, practicing and learning new material. And a lot of you out there have already told me that you've nearly had enough. You know, nearly, oh, I am sick of this practicing, had enough now, get me on the grass. So, take it from me, guys. Hang in there. <laughs> Give yourself that mental headspace. Do take a step back. And yeah, give yourself that little break. Don't be punishing yourselves. Do you know what I mean? I have had past experience myself of constantly trying to thrash my way through a part of a jig. Could I get it? Nope. But for some reason, the next day, I lifted the sticks. Ding. There it was. Weird. But it happens. You know, give your brain a break. So... With that, I would like to know you guys' opinion on this. Am I just chatting to myself? Or have you got experience of this? How much is too much? Can you listen to over like six, seven hours worth of P-Brook and never get bored? 
I don't know. Let me know. Email me in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Plus, all the other questions that I asked during this week's Pipe and News, please do get in contact with me, especially around the question for the Red Hot Chili Pipers. I really want to hear your questions, guys, because any question submitted to me before I get meeting them this weekend, yeah, I will ask your questions. So title your email, chilies, and yeah, your question will be asked of the Red Hot Chili Pipers. If you have any one of the Pipers in specific that you want to talk to, direct me in their direction. Rab, ask Big Kev McDonald what he eats for breakfast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Ask away. Email me in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, don't forget, that's it for this week. But subscribe on iTunes and give us that all-important follow on Podbean. And yes, yeah, so you'll never miss an episode because... Each and every week when we, we upload an episode, we get people who message us saying, here, where's the podcast? I said, well, it's been uploaded already. If you had been subscribed, you would get a notification to your device or your computer or wherever you're listening to this. And you'll get a wee ding, Rob's uploaded another episode. So you'll get a notification so you'll never miss a show. Right, guys, don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast and tell them about all that we're doing. Next week's show will be a clinker because we're going to be chatting to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. I'm really looking forward to next week's podcast. Next week's podcast. So, stay with us, and we will catch you all again next week on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Verarian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.